0: You've reached the Slytherin Common a Potter podcast hosted by a couple of Slytherins with a lot of opinions.
1: Join us as we traverse through the Potterverse theories, plot holes, and talk about all our favorite characters.
0: Hey guys, welcome to the dungeons. It's cold, dark, and obviously very pleasant with the more people staring at us through our windows. It's the 1st of September, which means. We gotta get it back to Hogwarts. We gotta get back to school. We gotta get it back to Hogwarts. By the way, if you've not watched a Harry Potter musical on YouTube, you are seriously missing out. So please do yourself a big favor. Anyway, so I was recently rereading the books and I just had so many thoughts and Sharwari and I would have these huge discussions all day and we thought, you know what, we should make a podcast out of this. So here we are. Basically, what we are going to do is pick a topic every week and just ramble about it for an hour. There will be spoilers and probably some cursing. We can't help our emotions. I'm sorry. I'm Pranjal. This is Sharwari. Welcome to the very first episode of the Slytherin Common Room.
1: Yay!
0: We need to address the basilisk in the room. <laughs> we got sorted into Slytherin.
1: Damn. What was your first reaction? Okay, so I remember I was a V 15 year old uh, in 10th grade. (laughs) (laughs) It was 2012. And I was one of the first people actually to get one of those, you know, the quote unquote letters from JK Rowley, you know, you had to register. And then I went on to their website. And I got my one fun. I still remember my first username. It was wildsun70. And I got sorted into Slytherin. And my first reaction to this was the D trifecta. Distraught, disgust, disbelief. (laughs) I was in denial i was in such a big denial i was like i can't be a Slytherin. how is that possible i am so nice i'm one of the nicest people ever i'm in the evil house i'm in the bad house i cannot believe this you got sorted before me so when you told me i was
0: what i was thinking was you know what she's just coping with it she she was first of all coping with it and then she read the letter and she was like oh it's really cool and i'm like okay Sure. <laughs> I worked sorted of little Slytherin and I was like, oh maybe this is cool, I guess. I mean we have to <laughs> But I guess that was the experience of anyone who who did not get sorted into Gryffindor and yeah. like especially Slytherin who we get a
1: we get a bad at- but yeah, now, and I mean, I mean, Hufflepuffs uh, don't get a bad rep, they're underappreciated. But Slytherins really get a bad rep, true, true.
0: But we are proud Slytherins now, and all the Slytherins are really proud.
1: Yeah, I Slytherin. love being a snake, being a snake is awesome. I love being a Slytherin.
0: Yeah, so it was interesting then to read the books from this perspective, and I every single time there was that whole oh, Andy Slytherin you know, all Slytherins are bad narrative
1: I'm just like
0: no hold up no <laughs> <That's what I'm...
1: laughs> you, no you cannot... sorry excuse me please say that again no
0: I don't know I don't remember exactly what Ron said but he said he, he says something along the lines of all bad guys come from Slytherin I'm like shut up you, you're 11, you don't know anything.
1: This I feel like it was Hagrid first. He was like, he, he I think he said, better a Hufflepuff than a Slytherin. And that's such an underhanded insult even to a Hufflepuff. But I mean, I'm just like, why? What's wrong with being in Slytherin? Because canonically,
0: okay, the sorting is basically good guy Gryffindor shady guy slytherin mm-hmm. oh you look smart ravenclaw and oh you're here too hufflepuff <laughs> and i have so many problems with that like so many and but like what do you think of
1: uh, being a slytherin now i love being a slytherin i think it's so much more better to be ambiguous and you know grow throughout the experiences in your life, than just be a good person throughout. I mean, yeah, I am a good person throughout, but I think that I, my values, my opinions, you know, they change. And I think that is what Slytherin truly is. It's evolving and transforming. Then we did a little research. Once we got sorted into Slytherin,
0: we wanted to convince ourselves, you know, it's, it's not all that bad and uh we we came across some interesting information Do, would you like to get into uh, what i Slytherin is what not what uh kicker slytherin is but <laughs> slytherin.
1: okay so slytherin the essential qualities of slytherin that you know a lot of research that we saw shows Pottermore, or in general people analyzing slytherin uh and the characters in the books what we found, the defining qualities of Slytherin were much more than the three qualities the sorting had described. They are ambition, resourcefulness, determination. And these are good qualities. There's nothing wrong with being ambitious. There's nothing wrong with being resourcefulness, resourceful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and, and determination yeah. is valued in every single person. It Gryffindors are determined. Hufflepuffs are determined. Ravenclaw's are determined. They're just determined for different reasons. Um, So, yeah, we're achievement-oriented. We're cunning, calculative, strategists, And you know what? You need these qualities in a leader.
0: Um, You know what? If it was not for Draco Malfoy's determined uh, creative approaches of... uh, bullying not bullying but making fun of harry we wouldn't have making harry's
1: life difficult
0: I Just imagine him like sitting on the uh, floor of the common room and like with his tongue out, like scribbling out the rough draft for the Potter Stinks, uh, <laughs> match, <laughs> and, like enchanting it.
1: And he's like, he's so into it, and I love it. It's also, also that shows commitment, commitment, and such creativity. I think the Potter Stinks was so creative. I mean, anyone yeah. else. <laughs>
0: Draco Malfoy is uh, is an artist. He any. is an
1: artist. Did you do you remember the drawing from uh, Prisoner of Azkaban? Oh, yes,
0: he is an art and the and, and the origami and everything. Damn it!
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: If only None. he was not a racist, he would be
1: a, a Van Gogh. Yeah, he would be a Van Gogh. You know what? Uh, n- uh, so not just Ravenclaw, but Slytherins are creative too. There we go.
0: I mean, we have more of goal-oriented creator. So it's, I guess, maybe more commercial than, like...
1: a uh, Ravenclaw.
0: Yeah. But we also get most of the really interesting characters.
1: We I do, don't love true.
0: Snape, but we get Snape. And we get Regulus Black. We get... We get all the
1: really cool people. We do get all the really cool people, Like... Right? You know, yeah, we do have a lot of problem with Severus Snape, but that is such a well-written character. I think that's the most fleshed-out character in the books. Yeah, I mean, I I have
0: sympathies for him uh, in some areas and not at all in other areas. In other
1: areas, yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) I guess his grayness makes... uh, makes him a really interesting character and even if he's not a hero i don't think he's a hero he's a really good character
1: yeah he's not a hero yeah
0: we noticed something while we were looking at all the we we researched all the houses right because we're such we're such a resourceful (laughs) people
1: slytherins yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we researched all the houses and we obviously researched gryffindors so we we found something very interesting and this is this is a consensus in the fandom i feel is that gryffindor and slytherin although you know pitted against each other are very similar to each other they, they are two sides of the same coin
1: they are
0: and the whole, the whole glory and uh, pursuit of excellence and, you know, the the whole image conscious and, you know, power and leadership, they're basically seeking the same things. Yeah. And, uh, maybe Sly- Slytherins are more cold and calculative in their approach, whereas Gryffindor... Definitely. Gryffindor, uh, impulse driven, they want to do it like, you know...
1: Which is a good quality, you want that? It's a good quality, yeah. You want that because uh, if there's no Gryffindors, we wouldn't get work done, we wouldn't get anything done at yeah. all, and that's that's
0: required. And we, we appreciate Gryffindors because they have more moral fiber than we do, they, they have a they do. moral <laughs> uh standing, they, strong they
1: moral compass, fight.
0: yeah. They know what they're fighting for and that's something that we lack but you know another problem i have with like the this whole um fitting houses against each other i know it's like a team spirit thing whatever but Mm -hmm. it's become toxic now in Hogwarts. and like i saw this post on instagram which was from tumblr so I, i do not remember who posted it but it was something about how 11-year-old eleven year, 11 year old child, wide-eyed. He's like, you know, I'm gonna come and I'm gonna do magic. And he's like, for the <laughs> first time in his life, he's staying away from his parents. He's in a boarding school. And uh, he gets sorted into Slytherin. And three-fourths of Hogwarts students boo him.
1: Oh my god.
0: And he walks off to the Slytherin table. He's not done nothing. He's, he's not <laughs> done anything and he's bored i like okay i get like you know Malfoy is a shithead but
1: uh, <laughs> you know background slytherins like the instagram page
0: yes that that's a great page
1: yeah You're guys if a... you if people people who are listening to this podcast don't follow background slytherin on instagram please go and do it it's amazing missing out missing out
0: anyway so yeah what about the background swithering who, who did nothing who's not even a complete racist not even a <laughs> she's done with the shit that Draco Malfoy does <laughs> she doesn't want to wear the Potter stings patches yeah, she doesn't want to sing the Weasley's are
1: Weasley's are king yeah
0: and what about her why should she get booed and ridiculed
1: on her first instance in Hogwarts and you know what if she doesn't then this behavior makes her want to
0: yeah and it's, it's like you you have now only this one house which is not looking down upon you they are in like a fucked up like you know rejects <laughs> like nobody likes you so i guess we have to like each other now and yeah
1: even though we don't in deep down
0: Exactly. And you become like, and these are 11 year old minds, they're easily malleable. They are now in company of these racist <laughs> weirdos. And obviously, now they're gonna grow up to be racists.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But we do appreciate Gryffindor. We just think yeah. like, you, we, we need to
1: they get enough love
0: we need to have a more egalitarian house system than you know just giving 160 points to
1: Gryffindor just because yeah okay agreed
0: (laughs) i mean so many reasons why Slytherins are going bad is because
1: you're just Uh, handing the Gryffindors uh, stuff and you know all our hard work throughout the year just goes to waste
0: So many people worked hard, did not break rules, studied hard, gave answers in classes, brewed the perfect potions, you know, did things the right way to get those points. And then this one kid goes around and breaks all the rules. and, And he gets, he gets, what, 50 points just because he... I'm sure other people who did not break the rules knew that that was an option. They would have gone ahead and done it. To. It would be like a mini tri-wizard tournament.
1: You know what? They probably would not have. Because if, even if they did, Dumbledore would probably
0: sue them. Yeah, that's true. They, he would be like 50 points from
1: Slytherin for breaking rules. Meanwhile, Harry gets a whopping 170 and you win the first house cup. In, I don't know how many years. I guess 7 years. I don't remember.
0: Is so, it's so so infuriating, but, so our house is very closely linked to our animal and yeah. with the whole basilisk situation going on and the passing tongue and blah, 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 and uh, but a snake also signifies uh, transformation because a snake literally sheds his skin. Yeah. And that's what we see in almost all of... All Slytherins, people. yeah. Yeah, the mainstream Slytherin characters that we know, except for maybe Lord Voldemort and Bellatrix Lestrange.
1: But- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're irredeemable.
0: <laughs> but
1: everyone else, even Draco Malfoy, even to an extent Lucius Malfoy. He, he does. He, he, he If not... If not undergoing a complete transformation, Lucius does get disenchanted towards the end.
0: Yeah, so that's a theory I have that Slytherin has one of its qualities is self-preservation, and there is a debate of. I think has J.K. Rowling has she said it or is this a fan theory that Peter should be thought in Slytherin instead? Or- um,
1: I think she said it that uh he uh he was i think he's a hat stall and i think that uh he chose to be a Gryffindor because the hat was considering him to be a slytherin i don't know i don't know if jk rowling said it but herself but he, this is if a if she said it i'm here to call bullshit on her it's because oh yeah, okay. yeah i mean that's one of the many things we are ready to call bullshit on one
0: of the many things but this one in particular so It's always pointed out to his self-preservation that he, whatever he did, first of all, piece of shit. And (laughs) secondly, whatever he did was for self-preservation and that's a Slytherin quality and that's why he should be in Slytherin. But the self-preservation that we see in Slytherins is slightly different. So, and this is consistent with almost all Slytherins is um, from Narcissa Black to Narcissa Malfoy, whatever. Uh, Regulus Black to Severus Snape, uh, Slughorn, and everyone who's, all the morally ambiguous characters that we have, that these people, they become survivalist, not for themselves, but more for the people that they love. and that's true. And that's when they take that shift, like when um, when the choice is between them to follow their orders and the safety of their loved one, they will go to the second option. They do not give two shits about Voldemort.
1: Yeah, they, they do. Their- they, they that's true. They do go above and beyond when it comes to the safety of their loved ones.
0: Yeah, and that's that's not exactly self-preservation in it's not the self. It's the things that I care about. I care about them so deeply that I don't care what are going to be the consequences
1: of me do me trying to save my loved ones. You know what, Slytherins are not cowards, like being a Slytherin is not synonymous to being a coward and Slytherins do have this whole um, quality of having a really strong sense of brotherhood because they are, you know, uh, being cornered and being... uh, marginalized you know in a way i i know people will think this is reverse racism but it's true i mean they have been sort of uh, marginalized so um when the uh going gets tough you have to stick to each other
0: yeah you have to and that's what and the thing about peter now is that okay i assume that since he did not and the way he died was that he hesitated um, in front of Harry. And that is a little bit of a clue that he did have some kind of a love for his friends, for James. Mm-hmm. And if if he was a Slytherin, if he was a true Slytherin, he would have never done what he did to James Potter. It it would have been... It's like...
1: Definitely not.
0: Turning on Lily, which was
1: yeah.
0: not a thing. It, it was... It's out of even his and it's Peter did not have he was his best friend since like I don't know at least at least 12 year olds, right?
1: Yeah, and 11 years,
0: were, yeah, they were tied, they had nicknames, they had like made things together, they they did mm-hmm. this thing for Remus together, so they were obviously tight. And you don't just betray your uh, clan, your Brothers. Like, your yeah, brothers. Your brothers, you don't just... Yeah. Even Lucius in the end doesn't care about this whole mad plot of Voldemort. And Lucius and Narcissa are running around the battlefield trying to find... Screaming
1: for their son. Exactly. Yes.
0: And Lucius is the biggest obvious racist that we know. Yeah. <laughs> and even he, he's like, you know what? Fuck the shit. I do not care. I'm taking my wife and child I'm, I, and I'm just, you know, bouncing. I don't... I
1: exactly, don't yeah.
0: And I'm not saying that Lucius is a good guy. This is not He's a... He's not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever. But I, I do not like Lucius Malfoy. But I'm just saying that the self-preservation is much more complex
1: than just and, being selfish.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And... You know what, I mean, Snape, I mean, you could argue that he was selfish, but he wasn't a coward by any means. Okay, what he did was, I think,
0: guts to, 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 to stand to, to be a double agent of some sort of Voldemort of all people. Oh, my I mean, God. Dude, Voldemort is a, legi- what do you call that? Mind reader thingy. I can't.
1: <laughs> Legilimens. Legend Yeah, he, he's
0: bad. He can he can read your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's taken like a huge risk, and, he's taken and a huge risk.
1: not a Snape apologist, but <laughs> I, but it takes guts. I'm just saying that guts. being a Slytherin is not equivalent to being a coward. Like that was never in the description, and also the fact that
0: because you showed one ounce of bravery doesn't mean that you are now sorted wrong and you should have been in Gryffindor instead. It's- oh my God.
1: <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Listen. By that Listen. logic,
0: by that logic, Cedric Diggory is a Gryffindor. Yeah. Because he shows very strong moral fiber. Mm. And... A, a, a sort of bravery, also.
1: He and is just, brave. He went against a dragon. I don't know what bravery, if not going against a dragon. Like, that is the traditional courage we look in a Gryffindor.
0: Yeah, but he didn't have an option when he went against the dragon. But, like, that's, uh, that's the true. The yeah. point is that, you know, just because this one glimpse of something doesn't mean that they are completely in another house they are wrongly sorted because Severus Snape is a textbook citizen.
1: He is and also it you can have other house qualities i mean what the hell like you don't have to be completely one thing i don't know why dumbledore would ever say that i think dumbledore needs to Get his priorities checked. I don't know what's wrong with. That's because he has a
0: bias. He 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 wants to award
1: one fifty points
0: to Gryffindor. (laughs) He was like, "Oh shit, Snape should have been a Gryffindor."
1: (laughs) Damn it! If only he had been a Gryffindor.
0: (laughs) Oh, by the way, the reason that Snape gets bullied by James and Sirius from the start—they don't—they don't don't know him. He's just a weird kid—is because. He gets sorted into
1: slytherin, yeah, or he like displays you know wanting to be in slytherin. I think on the train, uh, he says something like, oh, I want my parents or my mom was in a Sly- my mom was a slytherin or something I think.
0: I mean, like listen serious. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> your family is born out, you are born out of incest.
1: Oh and- my God, yeah, that's true.
0: And your entire family was in Slytherin. You are ridiculing a dude who says, oh, my mom was in Slytherin. Maybe I'll be in Slytherin. Slytherin also awards its seed to most of the, like, it's like, you know, blood-related somehow. And so it's like, you know, 90% chance that you're gonna be in Slytherin. Yeah. So, shut up.
1: <laughs> I mean, we love serious, But... It,
0: yeah, it's such a... Like, as kids, they were not great.
1: Yeah, they were not great. Like as kids.
0: At least to not, not to Snape. And like,
1: you know, come on. Yeah, not to Snape, definitely. To each other, yes, they were amazing friends and they were great people. But yeah, they were bullies and there's no... And that's
0: another way If you can learn to love these complex characters, you can le- learn to love Slytherin's. other complex Yes, well.
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, if I, I mean it, just like it's just a bias. It's a clear bias, guys. A definite Ooh. bias against us. So we need to talk a little bit about Gryffindor, and again, I'm going to come back to Peter because Peter is the is the hot topic when it comes to this Gryffindor thing. So one theory of why Peter must have gotten sorted in uh, Gryffindor is because he all his dis- he's always been so scared so fear is his motivation and the opposite of fear or like when you are afraid your aspiration would naturally be to be brave yeah, or to have the courage to do <clears throat> things or be confident and so and since Gryffindor, you can get into Gryffindor by asking or when you when it's not the it's not having bravery in you it's having the potential to do uh, brave
1: deeds. Yeah.
0: Uh, and that's... And then Peter got sorted. Pe- Peter, uh, Pe- Peter's aspiration was to be brave. He, uh, the sorting app had saw that. It sorted him into Gryffindor. Peter had the potential to be brave. Peter had amazing friends. Friends who bullied people but amazing friends. And he could have been you know and he, he could have been remus uh, he could have been serious he could have been james he, he could have been one like them at least or even at least had some moral fiber learned something from them
1: i think i think the thing is that um peter definitely chose to be a gryffindor because he was a hat stall it took him more than 5 minutes to be sorted and you know being in gryffindor does offer A sort of protection because it's the supposed best house of Hogwarts it's the nicest and you know being in such a house where you get favored by all the professors and everything is a sort of protection it's a protection of sorts and since he was so obsessed with uh going where the power was and the power was with gryffindor so why wouldn't he want to be in gryffindor and i definitely think he asked to be in gryffindor that's true and
0: then there's a parallel with him
1: and, and neville. neville so
0: when hmm. neville was on the uh, had the hat on he asked the sorting hat the sorting hat thought he would he could be in gryffindor But he asked the hat to put him in Hufflepuff because he didn't think he was good enough for Gryffindor. And I'm like, you sweet boy, you don't know how (laughs) you are. And first of all, he would have been a great Hufflepuff, though. And uh, that is a really Hufflepuff quality, though, to be like uh, a little humble
1: in the approach. things
0: but, but the thing uh, is uh,
1: the whole uh thing where he decided to uh argue against the hat is where it makes mm-hmm. him brave you know he, he decided to challenge the hat's decision
0: that's true or also maybe it because his decision his his re- his decision stemmed out of uh self-hatred in a way yeah so maybe another reason why he must loop in is a uh, Gryffindor
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, so, yeah. So, but then later we find out the the what do you call it? The litmus test for a true Gryffindor is that even in the presence of uh, fear, you choose to be brave yeah do you choose the brave option and we see Neville doing that every single time, every and
1: single Neville, time. Is,
0: Neville is amazing he's he's a badass he he you you can count on Neville You can. Count he will on be Neville.
1: there for
0: you yes. he, will, he will he will be there for you he didn't know that Sirius was innocent when they went to the department of mysteries yeah but Harry said, we gotta go save Sirius and uh neville was like okay you got
1: sure i'm i'm there i mean this boy is too precious you know not just then but um remember um at that same time when uh hermione says that no we gotta you know make sure that Sirius is in the department of mysteries and hermione and harry go to umbridge's office to Mm -hmm. see uh, if Sirius is at grimoire place and at that time Ginny, Neville, Luna and every single person they're, you know monitoring the corridors and uh, Ginny gets targeted by um, the inquisitorial squad and uh, Neville just jumps ahead and he just goes and you know, tries to take them on single-handed and I don't know what's bravery if not that.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. And yeah, we really appreciate you, Neville Potter
1: you,
0: You're the you sweetest,
1: are, nicest. Yeah, you are our ideal Gryffindor. You are
0: our ideal Gryffindor.
1: Even though I actually put Serious Black as my ideal Gryffindor, because I think that Serious Black is also a very, very textbook y oh. Gryffindor. He is a textbook. Repantor.
0: He's a drama queen. I guess, is drama queen a trait of it should be a trait of it like should be. The it mentors, should
1: both be both of
0: them, yeah, and the marauders? Okay, so let's talk about Ravenclaws. And so, this is the first time I'm like into uh yeah. the other two houses,
1: uh, just because I'm ignorant, and um, uh, yeah,
0: uh, yeah, and
1: I mean, Ravenclaw, I think I have. Done for the first time. Yeah, and time. so I have always um, as it's always mentioned
0: how Hermione is. Um, she's like uh Ravenclaw, but she chose to be in Gryffindor. And the more I read about Ravenclaw, I started realizing that Hermione is very less Raven uh, Ravenclaw. She's yeah. she's yes. just the bare minimum of smart and like thirst for knowledge but Ravenclaws are cool they are they, they are those weird intellectual and like the people who 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 the most creative they are they have these weird ideas and conspiracy theories and you know they're thinking they're like using more than 10 20% of their brain whatever is that they, they are they are they are mad. Yeah, the mad genius is like Oliver, like um Trelawney, yeah. Like, I mean, as I, I, Albert. Einstein. Yeah, I feel like a Steve Jobs would be a Ravenclaw. I thought he would be a Slytherin at at the start, but then the more I read about Ravenclaw, I was like, no, this guy goes straight into Ravenclaw. There's no denial, because they are just, and they are. I think he's a. S- slither maybe maybe but he's he wasn't much about like you know he was all about his product and his innovation and he he was kind of like a mad genius and
1: and he he always
0: thought he He was was. ahead of everyone else everyone else came and copied him and they used to tell you this is not going to work because nobody cares about this and look what he made so yeah he he was he didn't care about the business uh, maybe there was a less uh like uh, he he was a little dehumanized because of it, but you know what he was a genius you have to give it to the guy yeah
1: he was he was a genius even though you don't agree with him he did
0: um uh, he was a genius. and
1: so then like the I... and you know the thoughts are so evolved that they do often come off as aloof or uncaring or just um different yeah
0: because these people are so much in love with their craft like look at Ollivander. he all like he loves it so much oh that it's God. it's to the point it's he creepy it, yeah. it's a little creepy and but he's so it's everything for him and he just that that's what is the it's what was that uh thing that I read was that wisdom As the end, not the means. So they're just their intellectual pursuit is more than like academic uh, excellence or something. It's it's like open-mindedness and it's just thinking outside the box. And you know, I I associate these people with like you know some like the weird kids that you see. They have these weird theories. And we're getting to an obvious favorite of mine in Ravenclaw, but like they're weird. They're unafraid to be weird. They're, they are, you know, they're just. They their head they're is thinking, yeah. They're yeah. thinking that thinking is too evolved for the rest of
1: us. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, they're loners. I think they're very, um, uh, as opposed to um. The other houses, they're very individualistic and they're very, uh, they're loners and they like to be uh, lost in their own thoughts. That's why maybe Luna, you you see her, you know, as a loner and so is Ollivander and so is Professor Trelawney. Like all these people are like, they don't have a lot of friends. I mean, Luna does now, but uh, initially because of their... Um, Creative weirdness, yeah, because they're not—they're not, they're not like they're not conformists. If there's nothing, it's, it's... Yeah, not yeah, exactly. They're non-conformist, exactly.
0: And Luna is—I feel she's like the perfect Ravenclaw is because she's—they uh, everyone ridicules her, and they nobody. I'm sure she notices it, notices it, but she's everyone ridicules her, and nobody believes in her whole theories and everything. But she's also nice and open, open-minded about it. She she's unafraid. Yeah, She'll yeah. still keep talking about these and weird she, things.
1: Yeah, and she's happy believing these things. She doesn't care that people don't believe in them. She just knows that she does, and that's fine for and her. And she loves And it. that's one thing about. Yeah, she loves that. And that's one thing about Ravenclaws that they are, they are just um open-minded like then they they hate close-mindedness and they are just so open-minded and i think they're even more open-minded in a sense than um hufflepuffs where uh ravenclaws uh, are open-minded and at, uh, at the same time hufflepuffs in that scenario would be just accepting ravenclaws yeah. may not accept accept you all the time but they'll or they may not hug you like they may not like yeah but they would would want
0: to know your point of view
1: yeah they would want to know what you're saying even if they completely disagree with it
0: yeah and I I guess that's such a evolved uh, like there's a maturity of thought it's such an evolved kind of exactly um I don't know what Behavior, yeah, characteristic. Evolved thinking even that to be open to up opposite thoughts, which which by the way, Gryffindors and Slytherins
1: are not open to. Yeah. They Yeah. They are very my way or the highway.
0: Yeah. And Ravenclaws are that's why I guess they are not uh in the series a lot is because they are First of all, they're very individualistic. So they don't go out. Also, they just want to be out of it.
1: They just want to do their own thing.
0: Yeah, like, That's why they're not interested. They're in not out there picking fights or something. They're not. I feel like if you're a true Ravenclaw, you don't even care about school. Uh, here yeah, we don't, we don't. yeah, you just you just want to contemplate like, I don't know, Socrates or something. I don't know. What's the so- yeah. magical equivalent of Socrates?
1: I feel like all the Ravenclaws. I mean, you hear people topping. I mean, I'm saying topping is like, um, but who people who do in well in Harry's year are like Hermione, uh, uh Ernie Macmillan, Draco and Harry maybe, and none of them are Ravenclaws. They're all um uh, uh, Gryffindors and Slytherins and um you know uh what am I missing? Non-puffs, basically. Yeah, but yeah, they're all non-non
0: Ravenclaws. I mean, it's just a flawed premise to uh, associate like intelligence with uh, scores, right? Like, yeah, our, yeah. Our, our, our small-minded academic selves instantly went to like
1: scores. I mean, uh, the thing. The reason why I talking, I'm talking about scores is because. That is what people say. That is their argument uh, when they're talking about sorting at theories. Ki, oh, why was Hermione never in Ravenclaw? Because Hermione doesn't have the a broad enough imagination. Her mind isn't broad enough to She um, doesn't she's she she won't think outside the box. She, she likes won't think
0: outside the box. The box. She's very likes the box.
1: Yeah. Likes the, she likes the box. She loves rules. She's very uh, con. She likes to conform to them. I mean, of course, there's time when she likes to break rules, but that is the Gryffindor in her. I mean, um,
0: yeah, and also the fact that uh, their the their entrance, their common room entrance, is the most uh, taxing but. one.
1: Yeah, wacky. Like
0: every time, it's basically encouraging them every day
1: to uh for creative and critical thinking. Like you know what? I wouldn't have the patience, and I think that's something Ravenclaw's really have patience. That's true because you have to be patient in your intellectual pursuits.
0: Yeah. Whereas Slytherin and Hufflepuff are very action
1: oriented. Yeah. And. Uh, so, I mean, Slytherins are more cerebral than Gryffindors. Yeah, because but they still want done. to get things done. Like they don't apply themselves.
0: Yeah. But Ravenclaw want to, I, I guess I would associate Ravenclaws with innovators and you know, just artists and just something that's way outside. Van, it, Van,
1: I think. Van Ravenclaw. I he,
0: think. he was amazing. I love him. Um, I
1: can yeah. talk for hours about go but now is not the okay. <laughs> time. So for uh, my ideal Ravenclaw, even I wrote Luna Lovegood, but I think one other ideal Ravenclaw is Trelawney. I think I appreciate Trelawney so much more. I think I think people give her a lot of shit, and I think yeah, lately I've come to just appreciate her even more. um so I was reading the uh, old Pottermore uh, uh, website, you know, uh, compilations and I was reading uh, the acceptance letter for Ravenclaw. And one thing the prefect mentioned was that uh, Gryffindors haven't got our intellectual curiosity, whereas we've got no problem if you want to spend your days and nights cracking eggs in a corner of the common room, writing down on your predictions <laughs> according to the the yokes fall. Dude, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you'll probably find a few people to help you. So writing down your predictions according to the way the yokes fall. I feel like this is so Newton. I feel like Newton also was a, a Raven I
0: mean the more I was reading about Ravenclaw, I was just like, this is so cool. Like I want to I, I know that I would be like looking at a Ravenclaw and being like, I wanna I wanna be one of you guys
1: one of them yeah i mean um when you start reading about the other houses uh you want to be the you want to be a part of all of these communities and you know what we are uh overall we are all Potterheads, and that's what combines us all so yeah,
0: yeah. but it would be so cool to hang out in a Ravenclaw co- common
1: room just common,
0: imagine
1: common. The, the i just want to like Borrow the invisibility cloak sometime and just go and hang out with the uh, eagles. Yeah, and just like sit, like be a fly on the
0: uh, wall of a conversation that you will not be able to understand. Uh, Let's all become fly anime jai. I mean, I don't even mean that it will be like a um, intellectual conversation. It could be just completely ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like cracking eggs. Yeah,
0: like, you know, my egg fell on on that trajectory or
1: something.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I just, oh I, I love Ravenclaw.
1: So, you know how we, we just talked about Hermione being in Ravenclaw and, uh, like, um, how we disagree with that. Another thing is McGonagall. And that's why I actually brought up Trelawney. Because McGonagall was originally supposed to be in... Uh, Ravenclaw like that's what the hat was thinking and Flitwick was supposed to be in Gryffindor and then the hat uh, reversed them so I feel like even McGonagall is very Hermione in the way that he yeah She's very uh, rigid, like even she doesn't have a very broad mind. She is also very narrow-minded and Trelawney and, you know, she also doesn't believe in the things Trelawney does and she often disagrees with her and, yeah, so I was just thinking about Trelawney and McGonagall while reading, you know, the way Yoke spent. And the the strength of Ravenclaw characters, all
0: of the Ravenclaw characters, is that they uh, love their art so much even if their their art or craft whatever so even when they are ridiculed continuously for it but they believe in it so much that they are okay with it they are okay with being singled out or you know people not understanding their craft which is such a hard thing
1: to achieve
0: yeah
1: i mean um Flitwick loves charms so much and he's so obsessed with them that when uh, Ravenclaws are upset, he makes them, uh, he makes little cupcakes dance oh that he has, which I think is adorable. I think Flitwick is probably my favorite head of the house, I think.
0: I'm, I want to be in Ravenclaw. But. <laughs> Uh, okay, so now let's talk about our uh, other favorite house, which is uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Let's talk about our other which favorite. is
0: Hufflepuff, which Yay! Is, Yay! okay. So in in Hufflepuff also gets a bad rep, and it, does, it, does. it it gets it gets at least we have some kind of qualities that are like good but can be bad. They have qualities in the canonically mentioned. Whenever canonically, talk, yeah talks about Hufflepuff they are like oh they're just duffers oh I would rather know I would be
1: anything but a Hufflepuff which is infuriating because but but then better be a Hufflepuff than a Slytherin even that is like an underhanded insult to Hufflepuff yeah and it's
0: it's I don't know but the more I so now um I'm reading the fourth book which has more of uh, Hufflepuff thanks to this one Mr. Cedric degree. Uh, oh. And I
1: feel like Hufflepuff is the superior house of all four. Yeah. It is, I mean, it says a lot that in the entire school, a Hufflepuff gets selected as the champion. I mean, you the, just know that it is the superior house. He,
0: he It is the superior house because, you know, the, the qualities that they have. Our empathy, our equality, our inclusiveness, hard work—they uh, are also a uh, more team open-minded, spirit,
1: than trusting, team spirit. Yeah,
0: these so are minded. these are evolved qualities that eleven-year-olds could not understand. Like Honestly. you know, you know what ba- bravery looks like. You know what cunning looks like. You know what smart—well, in like the lamest sense. Uh, looks like, but like being kind and being yeah. like good tolerant, yeah, just being wise and being just, just and being just, yeah, and these things being fair, all these things we think are like you know, but like that's everyone, but no, that's no. not every it's such a hard choice, like like you know certain degree is. A fucking badass, and he's better than everyone, and nobody deserves him. Is because <laughs> he for he wants to forfeit a match that he, he hit one parent square one, but his yeah, opponent won. Won. was in what I guess mortal peril. So he, and I mean, even,
1: even even uh, uh Oliver agrees he won, so it's not like uh. Oliver doesn't agree even the Quidditch crazy maniac agrees that he won fair and square so he actually won fair and square
0: and I get why people like in the series obviously these boys are uh, shitting on Cedric a little it's because he's so good he's too good to be
1: true
0: (laughs) and I feel like you know like uh a Gryffindor is always. They're just. They have the moral fiber of a Gryffindor. They have that strength, but they yeah. also have that open-mindedness of a Ravenclaw, and they, they, they are. They, uh, they will, maybe not agree with you, but they will empathize with you, and. That's a huge thing. And I feel I feel like that's the only reason why uh, Slytherins and Hufflepuffs Huffle could really
1: get along. They would, yeah. Is
0: because nobody else is willing to give us a chance. Yeah. And,
1: and
0: um... <laughs> also also, so in the symbolism, house symbolism. Uh, yeah, Gryffindor's colors are scarlet and gold, yeah. uh, signifying gold, signifying like the first place, best. Uh, Slytherin's colors Slytherin. are green, green and silver, and, silver. and yeah. yeah, and silver signifies like the second place. Uh, Ravenclaw is uh, blue <laughs> and bronze, <laughs> and the bronze signifies like uh, third place. But with uh, the Hufflepuffs, it's yellow and black and they don't have a metallic color for their uh, you know the contrast is one of the theories for it is that because they do not care about the glory or the fame that comes with uh, their qualities.
1: Also they, they don't care about um, in general uh, house um, you know enmity. they want um unity rather than this uh discrimination or uh you know division they care about unity which I think is a very uh, uh yeah inclusive Hufflepuff quality. Yes. Yeah. And inclusive. that's what
0: Helga Hufflepuff wanted yeah, was Helga to Hufflepuff. have everyone. And just this fact of like all of the other houses. Uh Gryffindor and uh, Slytherins have a um, obvious pursuit of Power and fame. They want to be known for what they do. They want to stand out. And uh, Ravenclaws also want to, in a way, want to be known for their
1: brand yeah okay so basically what they were saying were that Gryffindor for Gryffindors you have to have the courage to speak to the hat so when Harry uh said uh had the hat on his head he kept saying not Slytherin not Slytherin and when Ron uh went to go uh sit on the stool to try on the hat he kept whispering in his head Gryffindor 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 which means that they um already had it in their mind and they it was the predominant um, uh, the, uh, thought in their mind and they had the audacity or the bravery to speak to the hat. And even uh, Hermione, if she had no idea that Gryffindor would be the best house before she came to the Wizarding World, she would probably be somewhere else. Um, Slytherins also probably all have just accepted their fates is what the theory said because most of them are from all Slytherin families. So similar to Gryffindor, like Ron had Gryffindor in his mind. Most of the Slytherins have Slytherin in their mind. Of course, with the exception of Sirius Black. But he had like the rebellious quality and he wanted to rebel against being a Slytherin. But he met the then he... on the uh, train, didn't he? So like he met his yeah, and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he met a cool dude who uh, who was like a angry Beethoven Gryffindor. He's like, okay, I'll come with you. Yeah, I'll go with you. I want to <laughs> rebel against no, I my guess
0: family. Basically, sure. like a Harry parallel.
1: Yeah, it is a Harry parallel. <laughs> I mean, James in this case would Ron. be Ron then. Yeah, I mean, uh yeah sort of Ravenclaws uh, would obviously begin and try to unravel the hat's inner workings I mean come on Ravenclaws are naturally driven to know uh, know things so future Ravenclaws would piece together who and what the hat is while the hat is picking at their brain so that's why they would be placed in Ravenclaw and then the Hufflepuffs now this one took the uh, you know the author a while to understand uh, by the way, the Tumblr user PW uh, uh PDW wait PD Web uh 0621 is the Tumblr user who had this theory, and they said that it took a while for them to understand the Hufflepuff, but they believe that um uh as we all know, Hufflepuffs typically center around equality. When sorting hat is placed on a or wizard's head uh, that is destined for Hufflepuff, the Hufflepuff speaks to the hat. Not in the way that a Gryffindor would, but in a way uh, all their own. A Hufflepuff would open their mind to each house, even Slytherin, and ask the hat to put them where they needed to go. And that is honestly what separates Hufflepuff from the rest of the houses. They were willing to go to any house. Which I think is very interesting. Which is why we keep saying that Hufflepuff is the most diverse of all houses. Because they wanted to go to any house. They didn't want to. And that is why Neville probably wasn't a Hufflepuff. Because he wanted to go to Hufflepuff. He wanted to go to a single house.
0: Yeah, also he he had this non-I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy thing of it. Yeah, and in that yeah. way, he was aspiring to be, uh, to be Gryffindor again, which is what Gryffindor. you need to be a Gryffindor.
1: Yeah, subconsciously he uh, favored Gryffindor, but he just didn't think he was good enough. But also that he, but in yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, because Gryffindor is uh is is what you ask of it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And the sorting hat does uh, take into account what you ask for, because that's obviously what you value.
1: then. And I think, um, you know, sorting hat definitely takes into account your biases. When you, it's literally a sentient hat that's supposed to know what you're thinking. So, of course, it picks up on your your biases. Yeah, Yeah. of course, it picks up on your biases and places you where, sort of where you want to go yeah so the one thing we haven't talked about while talking about hufflepuff which is like i think all caps house quality is the loyalty and um that hufflepuffs have to the school and to each other and to um just humanity or wizard kind or whatever you want to say and um so what J.K. Rowling said that the reason why almost all of the Hufflepuff stayed behind to fight in the Battle of Hogwarts was because of their loyalty and not necessary because of, you know, it was a, um, wait, I lost my train Not necessary sport.
0: because it was of, uh, like a pursuit for
1: glory or like a brave thing it was a brave thing to do but because, because they were it was so the right loyal to, do. to the school because it was the right thing to do and because of their loyalty to the school so what she said was that and dear old Hufflepuff took in the rest and treated them all the same in my eyes this doesn't mean that Hufflepuffs have no personality and are only placed in the house because they don't fit in anywhere else this might The JK Rowling showed that Helga was a typical Hufflepuff. Loyal to the school she created. Fair-hearted, hard-working and looked past the competitive nonsense. She rose above it and was a better person. And uh, this showed Helga was beyond caring and people were like her, the world would be a better place. Didn't the Sorting Hat once say that houses should unite to be stronger? Almost all of Hufflepuff stayed behind in the battle of Hogwarts because their loyalty. And this and they should really be given more credit is what is why they should uh, be given more credit
0: JK, 100%. i i feel like that they are the superior and that, i mean they get um they obviously there must be people who are ambitious and courageous and smart in uh, hufflepuff but they value um uh, being a good
1: loyalty yeah. and
0: empathy righteousness, righteousness loyalty being a good human being above being a good human
1: being, above all so, i mean like we see i mean you see uh so many different kinds of people in hufflepuff like tongs cedric ernie Macmillan, zachary smith i mean these are some of the most i mean this is like one of the more I mean it is definitely the most diverse house yeah and that's Hogwarts. that's what
0: you need I, I think it- unless yeah. you expose mm-hmm. kids to dif- kids who come from different backgrounds they're never going to grow out of their biases or the things they're not going to learn much
1: they're not going to learn and they're going to be stuck yeah. in their box the canon version of sorting was obviously not very acceptable to a lot of the Potterheads so as always we took it and we made it into something better because that's what we do as a fandom. (laughs) We take something that's given and we overanalyze it and we make it better. (laughs) We make it unproblematic. Um, So yeah we make it unproblematic we make it more inclusive we make it more uh, you know millennial more cool yeah so um this was a theory i found on reddit and it was by something to do with potter uh in all small letters and they thought that um valued quality of each of the four houses isn't really about the personality of its students so they didn't believe all these you know oh the bravery and the uh, chivalrous people and, you know, all these people go to, um, Gryffindor and they didn't believe that the smart people go to Ravenclaw and they, they don't think if you, uh, uh, you don't need really have to be brave to be in Gryffindor. So they said that, um, one second, gone. So they think that, however you think magic should be used, will get you into whichever house that matches that belief. So he said that whatever you think uh, magic, however you think magic should be used, will get you into whichever house matches that belief. So Gryffindors see magic as a weapon, but because they believe power is a responsibility, they stand up for what is right. Hufflepuff believes magic is a gift and gifts should be given away, so they use their magic to help others, including muggles, and believe no magic should be used to hurt others. Slytherin thinks magic is a treasure to be guarded and protected, hence their obje- uh, obsession with purity amongst wizards. And lastly, Ravenclaw's believe that magic is an art and should be studied, and they immerse themselves in it. Depend uh, immerse themselves in it depends on what you believe in. Another theory said that the sort uh, by sorting hat in real life from Tumblr was that the house you're sorted into isn't about your personality at all, rather, it's about the traits that you value the most. So, basically, if you wish to be brave about all else, you're meant for Gryffindor. And um, we this if you're if you, yeah, we discussed this. So, like, uh, this is obviously something that I think is, uh, very accurate to what it could be like something that you value uh, or your way of thinking actually i think that all these theories have a lot of value in them because uh, i think it's a combination of all of this it sorting hat is supposed to be this sentient all knowing thing so this was a very very interesting theory i found on muggle net by infinite drake and uh, I think it's got so much value to it. It's got so much value to it. So the uh, what he says is that why would certain houses even have particular traits? So he th- uh, he uh, he says that it is mentioned repeatedly throughout the books that Hogwarts was uh, created approximately thousand years ago during medieval periods, right? So when castles were there and uh uh uh, there were groups of people. Who, were yeah, so, uh, yeah, exactly. So, groups of people who would, you know, uh, uh, look after day to day defenses and see that the operations in the castle ran relatively smoothly. You know, uh, those things uh, would be happening. And Hogwarts is a castle, you know. So, um, he says that also magic was a very real thing back then. And having a small group of witches and wizards openly using spells was probably encouraged at the time. Because, yeah, why not? It was a real thing. So, people would be using their magic freely. And my school was originally created to train young witches and wizards in both magic and in particular areas of castle management. Which I think is so... Um, it makes sense. It's because... Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's because
0: like uh, the way that these houses are positioned where Gryffindors are positioned as a more knightly like he has a sword, that's his symbolism. Yeah. yeah. Um and so Gryffindor is more knightly, more um, say a defense kind of uh job for the lack of a better term. Yeah. And yeah. Ravenclaws yeah. are obviously the uh, the ideas and
1: leaders.
0: Yeah, the the ones who are uh Maybe making the decisions, yeah. uh, coming up with the strategies
1: uh, and... Uh, and leaders, they would probably be strategists. He says that they would be leaders, but I think that... Uh, I think uh, are more on leader quality. laws yeah, yeah. are more like the, you know, the king who goes into battle. So they would be more like uh, Rob, uh, No way. Oh, then
0: Ravenclaws would be a lot like... Uh, you know, what's an advisor? Yeah, or like a maester.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like a maester or like, um, uh, just strategist, like the spider in, um, or you know, even Littlefinger in Game of Thrones. Yeah, a little finger is very slithering, though. The hand but... of the king is what, uh, Ravenclaws would be, I think. Yeah,
0: and then the Slytherins would be the the you know the Spies. spy a little bit like a little little finger, a little Paris, uh, yeah, a little Paris, yeah. yeah. And Hufflepuffs would I I do get that they would be um at the foundation of you know the the other, the actual things beside battle that you have to do
1: is Yeah.
0: maintain they- order. In the in the, realm. you know, you need someone like it's like a human resource kind of person. You know, you need someone
1: who is a little grounded. I feel, yeah, uh, close. Uh, someone no, like who's like a. He, minister. All these people are dealing with the workings of the war, but who is dealing with like the day-to-day castle issues? And I think that's what. Uh, yeah,
0: just uh, maintaining harmony.
1: Yeah, maintaining uh, harmony, yeah. Within and
0: who better than the half of the whole agree, Agreed. And,
1: and uh, he also says that this is also reflected in the artifacts where uh, Gryffindor's sword, uh, sword, the classic knight's weapon, Ravenclaw's diadem, a simplified clou- crown, which is a symbol of leadership, Um, uh, Slytherin's locket that has a hidden compartment which can hold a parchment and Hufflepuff's cup, which is, which was filled by the servants waiting on people at meal times, or basically it could be just considered as a symbol of, you know, um, uh, prosperity because it's a gold cup and, uh, prosperity and, you know, um, what do you say? Uh, satisfaction because, uh, if your cup runneth full then it's a nurture kind of uh, metabolism right yeah yeah
0: which uh, it's 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 related to food it's related to healing in a way it's yeah. it's it's nurture it's grounding yeah while the others are more um, more driven yeah more uh, what do you call it embellishment kind of things yeah We came up with this concept of um, uh, what we like and what we don't like in um, in any given thing in the Potter universe and we decided I think we basically came up with the name and then decided to do it because uh, <laughs> it was just the most uh, creative I've ever been in my life is we're going <laughs> to call it we're going to call it uh, hiss and miss uh, hiss as in the snake you know like okay I'm not gonna explain my joke but yeah so hiss
1: and miss so um, H- what, what. hissing is obviously a good thing by the way
0: yeah although don't you hiss at bad things like even snakes hiss at bad but it's okay this is a good thing over here anyway. this is a good thing So cats uh, hiss, at, hiss at
1: bad things cats snakes hiss. probably hiss at good things you know
0: no idea i've never been around a snake
1: except, but, <laughs> except uh, for you
0: okay <laughs> so, Finger so what's, what's your uh hiss in uh, the house system of Hogwarts? hiss or miss whatever
1: um i guess my hiss is that um there's such a it creates such a feeling of belonging and it creates such a you know it makes it it creates a feeling of ownership to the universe you know like these are some things that make me feel like I belong in the Potter universe and I feel like as a uh, child and even as an adult the feeling of being in a community like Slytherin is one of the best parts of the Potter fandom.
0: I feel like to I, be, uh, even as in in the books, uh, I guess you want to be around people who uh, value the same things as exactly. Uh, at least like for most of the time, you want to be around. Like I don't think a Ravenclaw would be happy around uh, in a with a Slytherin because uh, they would have intellectual conversations, but I guess they would have more fight. Uh, or I mean, the Slytherin would have the fights and the club would be like, okay, you know what, you do you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. so they want to go back home to their own kind, uh, which makes sense.
1: Um, yeah. Which makes also, which also makes sense why they said, oh, your house will be your home for the time that yeah, you're exactly. here. It, it gives you like a sense of... Uh, brotherhood
0: again and something that
1: brotherhood comfort yeah
0: i have a miss with this issue though like it's i have no all school systems have houses and that builds a a competitive spirit and everything and it's really great that you are putting like you know like-minded people together and they're gonna have a lot of fun like that but Okay. By so the way, I just we-
1: want to mention that you and I are not only both uh, Slytherins, but we are also we also are both in the same house in house our school. school. Yeah, we are, we are inseparable. But yeah.
0: So my miss with this whole thing—it's—it's it's great that like-minded people are together. But like, let's assume. Okay. Now you're saying that there's this one house which is clearly evil and nothing good comes out of it or at least all bad that ever happened happened because of, of they that came out of slytherin so obviously there's a problem right guys i mean <laughs> you can't just sit back and be like oh that's a slytherin that's going to turn out bad like so you you're, you're Basically, what you're doing uh, that you're taking these kids who are coming from first of all, there's no no to like very minimum. I don't think there are any muggle bonds in uh, Slytherin, and very few. You're coming uh, that you're putting this group of kids who have come from racist, bigoted, narrow-minded, borderline fascists. backgrounds. Uh, yeah backgrounds families and they have obviously have these beliefs like Malfoy does and i'm not <laughs> making a case for Malfoy, but I'm, that's the one we know so these kids come in and they are then now you're grouping them together you're giving them a nice little sweet <laughs> uh, <friendly laughs> dish to <laughs> germinate and form their little <laughs> dead eater. like what did you yeah, what was going to happen? Like what do you expect was going to happen when you put these evil geniuses in one corner? Did you think they were not going to plot plan and then end up killing half of your universe? That what? You like, I'm not saying that don't put them together. They are obviously like minded, but of you need to I don't know, get some muggle bones in or like revamp it in some way that these people don't uh, turn out as murderers and fascists and like and this is an issue with the wizarding community they don't they are, they still live in the med- medieval
1: system medieval ages yeah
0: yeah the most they have progressed is that they've got like departments in their ministries and they're not ruled by <laughs> but it's like there's an issue in your in your schooling system it's an obvious issue in your schooling system change it yeah and you would not have Voldemort's running around
1: with bad <laughs> i agree yeah see, i agree with this myth.
0: we see in snape's memories or like just in snape's story that he was not essentially inclined towards this fascist be- beliefs definitely but not he was first of all discrimin- discriminated against because he was a slytherin by our very own own james and Sirius, but love yeah but we do not give him love them love for the bullying and definitely not. I, so he was not he was he was he confi- he was he did not have he was a kid Basically, and then everyone started. uh, I don't know. He was a weird kid, so they started uh, making fun of him or whatever. And he had this group of fucked up boys. Yeah, who were like, you know, come (laughs) to us. We will kill everyone who, you know, tries to. Bully to, you? Yeah, and like, I guess, like, kids all kids want is to believe in something, to have a cause. Yeah, and you just yeah. gave Severus Sna- Sna- Snape a
1: cause, <laughs> he could have been a also. Good guy. I mean, uh, we are not talking about Snape right now, but another cause for Snape to uh, join the Death Eaters, I think, comes from his father, who was a uh you Know Mughal, who uh, his father was a Mughal, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a half blood prince, remember? Ah, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but I, I, I just got uh, brain fart for two seconds. Um, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so his father is a Mughal, and uh, his father treated him and his mother so badly that I mean, that is one of the influences. And then you come into this school where you accept. Uh, where you expect to be accepted and because you're different and you've always been different and then the first thing that happens when you're on the train you're... is be shit on it's, <laughs> and like he was
0: obviously Severus Snape like see there's, there's Severus Snape and there's uh, Tom Riddle who, who yeah. had bad parentage and they both Very hated bad. their fathers and Tom was obviously more fucked up as a child. Like, I would not go near that child. And so it makes sense for why he became the way he did. But Severus was... A, 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 I feel like he was a sweet child. He like he was he, a sweet child. I feel very like, bad for Lily child Evans,
1: sorry.
0: Severus. If Lily Evans was friends with him, that means he was a sweet child. Okay. And he yeah. was just just confused Maybe a little fucked up in the head because of his dad But he was still A good boy And then all yeah. these things happen and, oh, and then he becomes A death hater That's like you Dumbledore needs to do a better job At his school yeah. management And I, it's how Just charm another hat Just these values are from Thousands of years Thousand years ago
1: 1000 years ago i actually think that even if you don't charm another hat i mean Change he it. could certainly because he has the elder one but i think that um freaking get a counselor your
0: just change the system a little. There, there has doesn't have to be a lot of changes. There needs to be just a little bit of change. Give the the slither in some love, man. Like give them yeah. some vitamin D. Do you know why Draco Malfoy is so cranky all the time? Because he he's exactly. pale as fuck. He's not getting exactly. any vitamin D. He he he's dying.
1: Just... <laughs> Slytherins are a emo piece of shit because they lack vitamin D. I can attest for that.
0: I mean, imagine, like, never getting sunlight. Never. Like, when you just come out, like, you're coming out of the dungeons, like, crawling out of it. And that's and when you
1: Literally, getting- the place they place us in is the dungeons. Are you kidding me? Everyone gets nice... Towers or next to the kitchens, and we are in the dungeons. Li- I mean, and this is
0: this is this is a clear like, if you're going to t- treat people like this, they're obviously going to lash out. And <laughs> you can't expect 11 year olds to, you know, just figure it out and have like this more. First of all, again, people lacking moral fiber, confused kids, not gripping girls <laughs> If a Gryffindor went into a Slytherin house, they would probably be fine. But, you you, you just, the cards are dealt against these kids. And yeah, I guess agreed. that's why Draco Malfoy is so fucked up, because this society made him fucked up.
1: Agreed, and his parentage, but yes. He's also a little
0: piece of shit, but I'm just saying it's not his entire fault.
1: Yeah, it's not his entire fault. And I mean, you see that um, with Dudley as well, sort of. I don't want to bring Dudley into this, but yeah.
0: So basically, just Wizarding World needs to... And Wizarding World just needs to...
1: Update itself. Get
0: its shit together, man. Like, you have yeah. an issue. You had two <laughs> fascist uprisings in within yeah, one exactly. century. There's obviously <laughs> an issue.
1: So basically what we're trying to say is that all houses are awesome in their own way and we should all strive for some unity and diversity, right? So if you found our ramblings interesting, please tune in again next week when we will be discussing the boy who lived himself. His childhood,
0: his trauma, how the all the adults in the entire Potterverse mistreat him and do not give any heed to his emotional needs. More on that later. Uh, But uh, for now, leave a review so we can improve since as typical Slytherins, we seek excellency. Till then, his his
1: pitch.